Here we go. All right, guys, we're going to try this again. Can you give me a 5-5 five, five if you can hear me? That was weird. Check one, two. Give me a 5-5 five, five if you guys can hear me. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's uh, it's Zoom. Um, we use Zoom to bring Conley into the meeting so we can all run through the roadcaster. And uh, for some reason, like Zoom will freeze up and then it freezes absolutely everything up on my computer. So I always end up having to restart. So, hey, guys, we are back. And I didn't even deserve that, man. Wait until I go into my rant. They're going to shut me down again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Conley, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm glad I'm not frozen. Well, I looked up and I saw that you were frozen. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I said, oh, boy, the whole show is about to go down. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad. Podbean knows what's coming. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly. The moment I saw Conley freeze on that screen, I'm like, everything's about to shut down because this has happened before. And it's always Zoom that does it. So I have mm -hmm. to figure that problem. You have to write Zoom and be like, hey, guys, what's the problem? Except Zoom doesn't like to get back to you. Um, and I had even gone in China. Yeah, exactly. Because they're in China, exactly. <laughs> and I hadn't even gone on my rant yet, man. That that would have been deserving of a of a shutdown. <laughs> right. It so, would be, and it will be. Yeah, and and it will be. It'll be a good one. There's a couple of little rants I'm going to go for. That we're gonna. If you guys didn't hear me before, we're going to do a little Q and A. You guys can throw out some questions, and we'll just do a little back and forth tonight. A kind of a relaxing evening. Um, like I said, we're most of us are on the road. Some of us are already where we're going. Conley's going to be getting to bed early and getting up early and heading um, for a long road trip up to Flemingsburg. And uh, yeah. So anyways, Conley, brother, great to see you. Um, see you we, too, my man. We, we've been discussing the the weird um, the weird um, jet that, that went down or, or didn't go down. That was the problem. Normally, jets go down and... Uh, and the thing is, is we, I was making calls, and there's a lot of weird sketchiness about this. Now, I do, I do know that they supposedly found the wreckage of this right. jet. So, for those of you who don't know, um, yesterday or was it yesterday or the day before? I'm not sure. It's been two days. So maybe it was yesterday, um, earlier in the day. Um, a pilot. There were two F-35s flying next to each other. Um, the pilot ejected out of one, and it went into autopilot and uh, disappeared. And they didn't know where it was. So they were literally putting um, stuff out on social media and stuff today asking if anyone could, could locate this jet, this $80 million <laughs> jet. And, you know, generally when jets go down, you get something called fire and smoke because jet fuel is highly flammable. So when it crashes, you get a big boom. I've never seen a jet go down that didn't have a big boom with it. So it was interesting that they didn't see any of that. But then yet today they apparently found the wreckage of the plane it wasn't in water that would have made sense if it had landed in a in a lock or if it had landed you know maybe um off in the uh, atlantic ocean or something that would have made sense um but they found the wreckage in what williamsburg uh south carolina or something like that today um but i called that i was like uh, because because I, I got a little some rumors that this plane or this jet had landed in um cuba and I started seeing a lot of that this morning. So we talked to a friend of ours. I'll just leave it at that. And they said, you know, obviously these things only have enough jet fuel to go, what, 20, 2,100 miles or something. So it wouldn't have had enough fuel to go all the way down. But we also know that jets can be fueled from the air as well. Um, you know, so a lot of the suspicions were, because, you know, we've talked about it before in the past about, um, you know, the chips and some of the other parts, some of these jets were actually made over in China. And, mm -hmm. you know, there was speculation that the, that 
the pilot didn't eject himself because once again they had the pilot and they're like well, we, we don't have the answer so we don't have the plane and uh you know so yeah exactly so people were wondering if this was possibly hacked and they ejected the pilot out and then flew it whatever they wanted to once again you can fuel them up in the air but you figured that it would have been shot down if seen by military or something like that who knows but my first call was watch they'll wait and they won't have an excuse and they'll suddenly find the wreckage even though they didn't have any smoke or fire or anything like that they could have seen it from yesterday so um that's not even the weird part is the weird part is that they grounded from what i've read in multiple articles um and i'm trying to find more specifics if it was just the marines that did this or or whatever but they said that all planes all crafts were going to be grounded for the next two days and I find it really weird. Like, it's not weird. It's not uncommon um, for planes to be grounded if they, you know, if they're having issues with engines or common types of planes having the same problems. Not a, not a big problem or not, not out of the ordinary. But these planes, um, they, they've apparently grounded all planes across the United States and the world and publicly said that they were going to be grounding planes for the next two days. Like, to me, that's kind of dangerous. You know what? What are your thoughts on this comment? Like I said, I think it's well. Yeah, it's not a good thing at all. It's, it's suspicious. Not a good thing at all. Everything about it is suspicious. Everything's suspicious anymore. But the way that they work these stories just makes it even more suspicious. They're like, hey, you know, uh, reward for anybody that can, you know, tell us where this plane <laughs> crashed. <laughs> I think my favorite meme was seeing an F thirty five on a milk carton. Yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> exactly. Or uh, selling on Craigslist. Don't try to undercut me. I know what I have. <laughs> know what I have. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden said we were going to need, you know, we couldn't fight back. Uh, we don't need ARs because the military has F-16s and now we have an F-35. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, apparently, you know, because the person we talked to today said that they, they do have a problem with the heating on these airplanes because the engines are really close to one another. But once again, why ground all planes and not just that particular type? And then on top of that, why announce it to the world? Yeah, exactly. you know, I'm so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't ever say, hey, guys, we're going to, you know, ground our planes for the next day. So uh, come on in, do what you want to. Uh, we're we're going to be grounded. Yeah, but they, al they also said that don't believe everything you read. Yeah. So right. that's uh, coming from somebody that knows what he's talking about oh yeah you know but nonetheless the way that they put this out in the media was just sketchy unless they enjoy doing sketchy stuff because they know they get us talking true i think that i think that's some of it i mean the way that they now it's missing you know it, it we the pilot ejected and now the plane's missing that just had a whole, when was the last time you had a whole story like that yeah. you know oh yeah exactly. it was very it, it was like a it was like a Chinese spy balloon kind of story. It was just odd. It was no, weird. It, it was. It was one of those things that you wake up and that's the first thing you see and you're like, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, you're like, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just dumb, dude. It's just dumb. And if they, here's the, here's the question I have. So, because I did look it up. Um, so they're going to ground, they're going to ground um, all the Marine planes. But What's the difference between, uh, you know, I, I know the, the Marine, the Marines have, um, you know, the VTOL. So it takes off, it, it can take off like the Harrier does, right? Yes. That's not all of them, I don't believe. But if, if, if the Marines are having an issue and they're having problems around the, the engine, 
What's to say that the entire the entire fleet of thirty fives isn't having that problem? Why is it just the Marine Corps and not the Air Force? No, which would be yeah. even more scarier to begin with because you've got a whole. And today, if I'm not mistaken, was the Air Force's birthday. I think I think it is. Um, I saw some Air Force friends of mine posting something about that. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Um, it's just it's just a it's just an odd thing, you know. Yeah, September eighteenth. Um, seventy six years for the Air Force. So, um, what? What, uh, you know, obviously that guy's not going to Top Gun. No. <laughs> you know, his new no. call sign is is Crash. That's a good one. But that I think that um, it's, it's they, had, they, they didn't release any, like, he had mechanical failure. No. It, and he, he didn't get hurt hurt. The pilot didn't. No, and there was no reason... Okay, you know, if a plane goes in the auto or you know, to autopilot, there would be mm-hmm. no reason to eject because the plane's still functional. He just lost what his transponder or something like that. So I mean, they may have had some issues, but the plane was still flightworthy. Here's the thing. They okay, so they released information, enough information to say that the plane was on was on autopilot. Why can't they release kind of some of the other stuff? You don't have to. You don't have to get into the classified nature of stuff, and you don't want to, you know, obviously tell your enemies that, you know, our planes suck. But they they released enough to say that, that it was on autopilot, and then he kicked out. Yeah. So they so, they knew enough. Yeah. 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 And then even even the JCB, um, which is the joint uh, the joint base there in, where it flew out of, was like really not detailed. Because because it, it's an you know in a, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't say much. The integrity of the investigation needs to stay in touch. Well, you said it's an on autopilot. So is it hacked, or do we have a problem with our autopilot system? Exactly. And see, the reason that I found this you know to be skeptical or to be skeptical about this in, instance is because we've talked about this before, where um, copters and uh, planes have been hacked and boats. Mm-hmm. You guys remember some of the boat the boat incident you know that they've had. Remember Trump's helicopter? I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but um, Trump had a helicopter when he first became president that they ended up having to, to ground and they kept that one pretty much out of the news, but they had to ground it because, um, it was hacked and out of then, the Marine one fleet. Yeah, it was, it, well, no, it was, it was actually Trump's personal copter. Okay. This was right at the very beginning of his first time okay. and uh, they ended up having to pull that whole thing apart and rebuild it. Um, so that it was useful again. Wow. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that one. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, they kept that one. That was one of the first assassination attempts I think they had against Trump, but they also didn't mention many of the assassination attempts that they took against Trump. And from, from what I understand, it was a lot. Well, yeah, you know, that's kind of what I heard too. And they kept that well hidden, you know, which is interesting because, well, I could see it on both sides. You know, you don't want to know, you don't want people finding out on this side that they're trying to kill your guy that'll create a lot of hate and discontent out in the streets. Oh yeah. And if you tell the the tell and we get it out then the other side, it'd be like, dang, we missed. And then that creates even more hate and discontent out in the streets. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of good to keep that thing tamped down. I'm not, I'm not totally against that part, but do you think that, uh, listen, that's why 
when the Indians call you about your car extended warranty, you need to pay attention because apparently the Marine Corps did not. And now you got to, we've lost $80 million. See, that's yeah, what happens when the Marine Corps stopped answering their phones. They're like, yeah. I'm not going to answer that. Just, just let it answer. go to voicemail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they were probably, you know what they thought it was? They thought it was the guy trying to, uh, Tell them about their timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> I get like timeshare. I get like four of those a week. They're like, "Hey, Mr. Duncan, yes, you're 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 we're talking to you about your timeshare." I'm like, "My timeshare? My I've time never share. bought a timeshare. I don't know what you're talking about." So now we know. Pay attention to the extended warranty phone calls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely want to. Or your those or apparently. your plane will crash too. Or they'll, or they'll hit a button and shut your car off. That's what it is, man. So really what extended warranty means is uh, if you don't purchase this warranty, we're going to shut your car down. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Boop. Thanks, Tesla. Yeah, it's going to be on Tesla. Speaking of Tesla, yeah. Um, apparently uh, um, Musk has surrendered yes. um, Starlink over to the military. Yep. The military complex. Really? Mm-hmm. I found Did that. He mm-hmm. announced that? No, I found that in a couple of places today. And then Netanyahu gets on there and says that the real president of the United States is Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, I think that happened during his meeting. That's funny. Um, well, I would tell you this given Elon's past and given. Uh, his relationship with the United States government and how um, Tesla kind of came about. It's not that it's not that really, cause it's all government driven, right? Yeah. Um, and green energy and the investments and he got a lot of government stuff just to, to help that move along. I'm not totally, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if DOD all was the one that created Starlink ran it under the guise of musk and then basically he just said it's really theirs anyway yeah yeah does that, that make sense yeah and it could be I'll, I'll play this clip real quick and this this is a guy mm-hmm. that's actually talking about this so okay check, check this out something big is coming for the following reason elon musk has effectively relinquished control of starlink to the u.s military industrial complex that same service that Elon was concerned would trigger nuclear Armageddon a year ago is now fully in the hands of the U.S. military and effectively then in the hands of the Ukrainian military to target wherever they please. Apparently, and I don't know all the technicals behind this, apparently it allows guidance systems to navigate deep inside of Russian territory at will, at the flick of a switch. Right now, Starlink is not operational in Russian territory. They're not allowed to utilize it in Russian territory. And this is something to do with the U.S. government, okay? And this is why Elon said, if the U.S. government asked me for permission, I would have probably said yes. But because Ukraine asked me, and because they're not the ones in charge, I said no. Now, apparently, he was very eager to step away from the service, after refusing to help Kiev attack a Russian naval fleet in Crimea over concerns of nuclear Armageddon. Yay, nuclear Armageddon. We haven't heard that <laughs> one this week. That's our word of the week. <laughs> Remember Pee Wee Herman, man? They had their word of the day and everybody was like, whoa. 
nuclear Armageddon. That's our word of the week. And Wade, um, Wade, you're right. Uh, he says uh, that Cash Patel claimed um, that he was one of the DOD's largest contractors a while ago, and he was. That's where a lot of this money came from. Yes. And, you know, Reuters actually had a story back in June that um, Starlink um, was uh, was started by Bill. Uh, now they had a Department of Defense contract to buy the satellite services for Ukraine. Yeah. So that's really what that's about. So the DOD called that marker. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, them work. Yeah, exactly. But you know, we're we're safer than we ever have been right now because because uh, Gladiator Zelensky is here in our country, so, yeah, so you safe. can sit back and relax, guys. No problems with that. He's the greatest. He's the greatest war president in history. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Dude. because he's kicking Russia's butt. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah apparently. Sure. <laughs> apparently. Sure. I mean, according to the trans dude. But yeah, I know. You know what? Trans. Let me go. I'm going to go locate that. He's trying gonna, to, he's go because <clears throat> because our media our 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 left-wing propaganda group over here um that fully supports the <laughs> marxist leninist communist party formerly known as the democrat party um is finally coming around to the fact that the uh, summer offensive um is in constipated mode and it's not going anywhere yeah Okay. It's it's killing it's killing people, but they're not they're not gaining they're not gaining hardly any ground. No, none. And uh nothing's what they're telling you it is. Um mm -hmm. but that's okay because they've got um an American trans dude, as Conley so aptly put it. Um and I'm gonna play a clip of this American trans dude who what is this American trans dude position? I don't know, bent over. Yeah, is he he's like press? Is he press secretary for his military or something? Like, that's his, I don't. Know. That's that's the name. I don't know what his. I don't know what his title is. Don't it's, ask him that again. It's commander. Commander bent over. Commander bent over. But uh, listen to this. This is this is the American transgender that was specifically picked to do whatever mm. position he is over there for Ukraine. Um, listen to this, like the threats coming out of this thing's mouth. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. How can you not take that, that voice seriously? <laughs> Dude, I mean, it sounds like Stuart from Mad TV. Yeah, it totally does. I mean, <laughs> when, when I hear this, I, I start trembling in my kilt boots. Like, oh my God. You know, this, you, I wish you guys could see it. It, it's a, it's a totally guy looking guy with the blonde wig. So apparently yes, all it takes yes. to be a transgender woman is a blonde wig. Oh no. He's got boobs too. Oh, those are probably fake. Yeah. They, he's, he's got, he's, yeah, he's got Pete now. Buttigieg, uh, feeding milkers. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to finish this without throwing up. Let's see. <laughs> Next <laughs> week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, oh, and complete liberation.
that made me gag a little. Like, I don't know what it is about the word God coming out of uh, those people's mouths, but like, I don't know who else is, who else is trembling in their, in their kilt boots right now. Um, I mean, I can't can you imagine, think- can you imagine that one being in full metal jacket no. and our, you know, and, and, and Gunny sitting in front of the, let me see your war face. Let me hear your war cry. Stop oh, it. Stop. Stop. Are you a steer or a queer? Cause you don't look like a steer to me, sir. You can't say that. That's offensive. And it's not he, it's, it's they, them. Uh, he's in, I think it's from uh, the Ukraine. He has a Ukraine flag. No, he's wearing it. Yeah. He's, he's an American. That is an American. In, yeah. That is in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, filling this position. Yeah. <laughs> know, He's very similar to Tokyo Rose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a Tokyo you know? Rose. Or or uh, yes. what was um uh the one in Berlin? Yeah. Oh, I can't um yeah, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I was just trying to think of that. Yeah, Tokyo Rose though. Yeah, that was on um um Ukraine television. Uh-huh. You um, Russian devils and gnashing of teeth. Ooh, you, you guys ooh. you guys make me so mad. We're, we're gonna drop Grr. bombs. We're gonna drop bombs on you. Grr. I mean, it's, they're it's, not gonna be the regular ones. They're oh gonna be God. the bath bombs made of lavender, the ones that I use. Exactly, <laughs> bath bombs. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I'm like, I don't know. There's, there's so many questions that I have. Like, a, how did it not torch on fire when it said God? Um, mm-hmm. B, like, who sat down and was like, you know what we need? You know what we need? We need. A transgender guy girl to come on here and make threats to Russia. That'll get them. It was the same people who were in the Navy that used the trans seaman dude for recruiting. <laughs> and somebody needs to check the brownies over. And there. that did not work out well. Matter of fact, they they for those of you don't know that they actually hired a transgender soldier to be the spokesperson in order to get more people to join the military and instead <laughs> surprise i know you guys are about to be shocked it didn't work <laughs> they ended up no, getting like less recruiting people. numbers <laughs> the recruiting numbers went down faster than come on not only did they didn't recruit recruit people people quit they were yeah. like man i quit <laughs> we're done <laughs> <laughs> This is so dumb. And unfortunately, we're laughing about it. But you know what? It's reality. It's actually happening in our military. And then you got. Maybe I should have started with that. Guys, this was not a joke. (laughs) This was serious. You almost have to. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, we just need to change the name of semen. I just don't like it. (laughs) So offensive. You're hurting my grr. stomach, Conley. Oh my <laughs> it's my war face. Yeah, grr. I don't, you know, grr. Matt and Hev, I don't know if they do believe the things that they push. Like, because like I said, in no world would this have been a, a good idea. This was as good of an idea as putting the other transgender on a bush camp. <laughs> yes, yes. Going, I'm hey, like, we're about to sell a whole lot more beer. <laughs> There's no need to make Birdcage reality. That was just a movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or was it? Oh, yeah. I don't dun, know. Dun. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the well, I think uh, I think you know. I think they do hire some actors. You know, obviously CIA is really good about that. Yes, but, they do. Um, and some of the other agencies, but. I don't know. I think I, and I didn't get into, I saw that story and I saw that video, but I didn't read a whole real, <clears throat> I didn't get in, uh, read a lot of it, but there's some question, obviously that's, that is not uh, Ukraine's idea. That is all agency work. Yeah. 
well, this agency, and, this was another backfire. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> this is a backfire. Right. Fortunately, Be they're careful. not selling Don't anything. say that out. Don't say that out loud with that cat here. You... Yeah, no lie. Backfire will be something that'll trigger you. And then it's like a safety word. <laughs> it is like backfire. It's like, Ooh, do it again. <laughs> so, oh my God. I could, I could, I could pick on this all night long, but we've got other things to pick on. Yeah. And now's when we take your questions. Now, we're, we're actually, I'm going to talk about uh, about zombie burgers, like. Did any of you guys eat your zombie burgers today? Oh, no, no I did today. not. I, I did not. Were, were any of you so poor, thanks to our Biden Bidenomics, that you were like, man, you know what sounds good today? A 50 cent burger. Sure. I want one of those zombie burgers. Armageddon, yep. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Zombie Geddon's coming. It's coming. No, it, it is. And uh, we, we've got a video. And like I said, it, there's so much hoax things on there. And I can't tell, but this guy's filming a dude like, literally yep. what, took like three bites of his burger and then healed over like like those guys on a uh, fentanyl mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and and like stuck. and he just like stuck in one position i couldn't tell if he was throwing up or or what but um he yeah, froze like zoom yeah he froze like zoom <laughs> we're gonna see uh in the next couple of days like you know you may need your closet lemurs to put out <laughs> your front before you walk out man because uh these zombie burgers and then and then we got the uh We've got the phone emergency broadcast test mm -hmm. on 10-4. Get that? 10-4. Ooh, that's a good catch on that one. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is. 10-4. 10-4. Exactly. And then um, possibly another one after that. But you know what? Don't believe me. It was yeah. a symptoms episode. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If you ever have that's a question, good. you're like, guys, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Just check to see if there's a symptoms episode. Yeah. There's your answer. And there, there actually was. Um. And then, you know, and not to mention like the four or five other movies that were out there. Kingsman was one of them. Cell was another one where mm -hmm. the frequency came through. And we have a video, but the audio is not great. Yeah. Um, of David Bowie literally talking about black noise in one of his interviews. Um, so white noise is like TV static or an air conditioning in the background um, picking up into a microphone. Just basically ambient sounds. Um, like, in, you know, just that kind of stuff. That's white noise. Black noise is more frequency. And uh, David Bowe was literally talking about black noise being used as a weapon through frequency and so forth. Um, and apparently, even if you turn your phones off the silent, it's still going to um, put the alert through. And it's going to put it through your laptop. It's going to put it through your television. It's going to put it through your your iPad and, and pretty much everything else. So, uh I would recommend, you know, what we were going to do is buy Faraday bags and just stick everything in the Faraday bags on the fourth. Yep. Gonna they, put, it's even going to put it through Dan Crenshaw's eye patch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, Watch, man. It'll, that. it'll, it'll give him sight again. I can see. He's like, oh, uh -huh. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. That's all right. He's going to be primaried anyway. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to be playing golf with Dade Phelan. Oh. Yeah, I got somebody yelled at me one day because uh, Dan Crenshaw was doing grand Dan Crenshaw stuff, and I called him uh, George Soros's puppet pirate. And man, I had people coming after me like, "How dare you? He was a he was a vet. He was a a hero." And I'm like, "No, he's George Soros's puppet pirate. Yep. You know, you mm -hmm. you guys are just falling for it." But he's like a rhino. He was put here by the WEF. He was put here by the the young globalists of the world. Like he is a 
he's not a hero. He's about as much of a hero as No Name McCain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only one who probably likes having is being a uh, a puppet pirate is is Kinzinger. Yes. Who actually I think liked having his someone's hand. Kinzinger's a different moving, kind moving of, his mouth. He's a different kind of pirate. Yes. He is. <laughs> <clears throat> he's a backfire yes. pirate. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that in yeah, there. He's, he's a different kind of pirate. <laughs> he's the same kind of pirate that the uh that um transvestite Ukraine um press secretary is. <laughs> he's that kind of pirate. Um speaking of that kind of pirate, um listen to this. Your ears about the burn. But this Conley, you said this was in possibly Dallas. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there is a church for transvestites called the Cathedral of Hope. And I can't read quite what it says on their thing, but it's like wisdom something progressives. Um, and it's a, literally a church. It's full of rainbows. Not the good kind. Not the, you know, the God showed us a rainbow promises never to flood the earth out again, but the other kind of rainbow. Um, you know, the, not the the mythical rainbow that that lady in the, the, the clip that I played uh, a couple nights ago. If you guys remember that, the one that was trying to say that Noah's Ark was a myth. And a story mm. that I'm about to tell all of you because God regretted what he did. So, he, <laughs> wow, my mind was just still blown from that. This is actually kind of worse. This is a whole church for gay people, transvestites, and so forth. But listen to this. They even have prayers, like tranny prayers. Tranny, is that yeah. is that not PC? Uh, can, I, that, can I not say that live? You can say it live okay. all you want. Okay. <laughs> Trannies. Trannies. And I'm not talking about the engine transmission. <laughs> Strike queens are often targets of hate and violence, but we know that they are powerful and resilient people who show us what it means to be truly authentic and expressive. We honor the strength and yeah, when I want to feel authentic and expressive, I paint a painting or I edit a video or I do something, you know, authentic and creative. But these guys apparently like to dress up like women and go to church and have prayers that are literally praying to the LGBTQ community. Yeah, it's in, it's on Cedar Springs. <clears throat> it's on Cedar Springs Road in Dallas, which is right in the middle of Oakland. Yeah. Which is that community for them? If you look on their website, it's it's uh, their their events are Pet Palooza, and then the Dallas Bears monthly meeting. And if you know what that community is, you know what a bear is. Then that's just gross in and of itself. And yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a church. They call it the Cathedral of Hope, and. It's set up like a church, but, uh, and the pictures are that way and they have bells and they have all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's interesting on their website when you, <clears throat> it's the United Church of Christ. Um, but man. It sounds like a satanic trance. It totally does. It, it, it did. It was different than a prayer. You know, when people pray, you know, at a not you know, at a regular church. But it says proclaiming Christ through faith, hope, and love. That's that's exactly what it says. Yeah, exactly. And on on their on their website. Yeah. 
I don't think Christ would be too cool with this. That's just, you know, that's just my opinion. I think it's a pretty valid opinion. He's probably up there shaking his head going, no, don't, don't put, don't say my name out of your mouth. I never knew you. Mm -hmm. Um, and Mimo, you don't realize this, but you just segued me into my, my rant topic before we go into Q and a and groom children is what Mimo says. So, okay. There was, um, I'm not sure what state this was in. I know this happened in North Carolina, but this happened um, just a couple days ago. So this guy's daughter was a victim of an online predator. All right. He called the, um, the police at six o'clock in the afternoon. The police finally showed up to their house at midnight. So like 12 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, so he's like, Oh, it took you a while to get here. And they were like, you realize that your daughter is sending porn out. So she is a, a felon for sending porn out. And they're like, the guy's like, my daughter's 11 years old. And they were like, yes. And she's sending out porn. She's taking photos. And he's like, no, I called you because there is a predator who is grooming my daughter to do this stuff. Um, mm. Because, you know, 11 year olds, the first thing an 11 year old thinks of is, hey, I want to take nude pictures and send them out on the internet. Right. Yeah. What a, you know, not, not my world. Um, so the police were literally threatening to arrest an 11 year old girl for um, promoting and pushing pornography on line and mm -hmm. they were and the, the dad was like all right yeah have a good night and he shut the door he's like i'm not even gonna listen to this anymore because they were saying if she doesn't stop she's going down yeah. like they were threatening yeah. literally they're gonna we're, we're gonna take her down and not they didn't have one concern no questions or anything about, about the, groomer. the groomer the predator that was you know talking her into this stuff because like i said 11 year olds they don't come up with good ideas they may come up with some smart answer every now and then, but I'm not going to, you know, let them make my life decisions for me. And I'm certain, you know, and they certainly don't come up with ideas. Like I know what I want to do today. You know, 11 year olds are like, I want to go to McDonald's and get a happy meal. That's what an 11 year old does. Or, yeah. or mommy, daddy, take me to the water park. That's an 11 year old. Yeah. Um, maybe I want to go to Disney world or let's go to the Barbie movie. That's an 11 year old, but 11 year olds don't no. just come up with the idea She's to take nude her. pictures and send them out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so they didn't even ask one question about the guy who was grooming mm -hmm. the reason they called him over there. They were threatening the family to take this 11 year old to jail. So I had mentioned to Jeff and Jeff was like, yeah, I remember something like that happening here in North Carolina. Oh yeah. So this That's is, sick. yeah. So this has happened before. Yeah. Exactly. Matt. Have this is complete, um, manipulation. Um, you know, and, and they could have, Yeah. They could have been, and the thing is, um, CL or, or CL climb, um, somebody said, you know, brought up something good. They were like, well, you can pretty much guarantee that that groomer somehow connected to the police department. Yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. Usually how it works. Yeah. Which is really a sad thing. That's probably why they didn't go out there right away. Oh no, that's probably what took them six it hours. Six they were trying to, to figure out what to do or tell that guy, okay, you need to go somewhere else for a couple of days we're about to go to this family i mean they get like i said six hours yeah i mean come on i mean i know the police can be pretty slow but that's pretty darn slow especially when it has something to do with kids because it wasn't even six years ago you said something about my kids missing or there's a predator stalking my kid or something they would have been on this post haste mm -hmm. you know but not today sure would have you not know, so, now so how was this um restoring confidence in our police departments 
in any way. Boy, I tell you what, sure doesn't it doesn't look good for them, does it? Mm -mm. Yeah, that was my rant for the day because I was I was <laughs> I was like rate when I saw this. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, is we're gonna get to the point. I mean, we're kind of at the point. You know, I I, I will I call my local sheriff, but I wouldn't call a police station. I would hesitate calling any authority at this point. And you know what they're doing is they're pushing people to, to take, take matters into their own hands. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll exactly. tell you. There's a lot that I can let go. You know, like you just said, there's a lot. I will turn my other cheek. Um, but there's a point when you, when you were grooming children, That's pedophilia, trafficking, any of that stuff. No, 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 no. Taking, taking matters into my own hands, especially when you know that the police aren't going to do anything. Nope. You know, well, um, they don't do anything online either. If you turn them in online, they don't do anything. They don't even, they don't even go investigate it. No, not at all. And I mean, that's pretty... And well, you know no, that Twitter and yeah, you, you know that firsthand. Do that. Yeah, because she used to um to actually go on and find online predators, mm -hmm. and uh, you know you had to be very careful about how you do that because you know in this age day and age you know if you um open up a picture or something like that they'll come after you so you've got to be you have to know what you're doing in order to be part of this group yeah um to it's, go after the pedophiles and so forth and then expose them but the thing is is nothing ever got done yeah um you know they can. They can find anyone that was in January 6th hiding in a bowl of rice yeah, exactly. over in China, but they, they can't find get rid of on pornography Twitter. on um, social media. Yeah. And that's just not Twitter, though. That's all the social media platforms are like that. And you have to, when you do file a claim and stuff like that, you have to keep the paperwork for quite a, quite a while because if you open that and seen child abuse or anything like that, um, they could go after you for opening that picture. So it was pretty sad that you not never got anything in return or anybody called you back or reached out to you. Yeah. When it, especially when it involves children. First, yeah, exactly. Very you know, sad. So, um, and then finally, you know, they, they lowered the, the death toll in Maui to like 76. <laughs> Meanwhile, the people are still like, well, where's my grandpa and my, my kids and my grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Like, so all these people are still missing, but they actually went and they, they lowered the death toll in the Maui incident. And that's pretty much dropped out of the news 100%. But they found 15 kids, didn't they? But was it our military? It was, the, I think it was. Go look back in there. Yeah, I think it was our military. Let me go check. I think it was our military ended up uh, saving, what, 15 kids? I think it was. Let me go mm -hmm. check. Yeah, it was like 15 kids. Um, that the military went in and saved from trafficking. So, mm -hmm. you know, that that's actually out in the mainstream, along with the, the, I guess the CDC made a huge mistake and admitted the problems that they had with the vaccine. And I bet you that won't go mainstream. No. No, that's going to stay quiet. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that'll stay quiet. See how they do it? They revise it, goes down. It's a below the radar type stuff. There it is right there. Yeah, there, yeah, it's, it's evil. It's evil. Yeah, so it was a Navy SEAL, say, 15 children kidnapped in Maui. So, you know... What's that tell you? Yeah, exactly. And like I said, that, that completely just dropped out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, crazy times. Crazy times. We hit $33 trillion today. $1 trillion was spent in the last three months. Yeah, that's that's the that was the, um, the debt ceiling. A lot of that had to do with that. Exactly. Fortunately, though, that trillion dollars was spent on the homeless vets and uh, 
saving children with dying diseases and oh no nope. oh, you, oh it went to ukraine oh sorry about that yeah. it went to ukraine yeah. i was wrong well, yeah but we're paying we're paying 35 dollars for insulin now so oh, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well, how much is our gas is that 300 a gallon yet <laughs> or barrel oh it's barrel. It, it, when it was like what if i'm not mistaken it was 7.95 or so um in, Cali. in california right now in california and so thank goodness you guys are in Flemingsburg and not yuba city because uh you'd be spending a lot of money on gas remember conley when we were complaining that we found that one place that was just under six yes and we were looking around and we couldn't find one that was worth it you know that was like only a penny less or something yeah mm-hmm yeah it was crazy it was crazy crazy oh, and those yeah. people are paying that every day yeah every I mean, I'm, day i'm complaining that i spent three dollars and 62 cents the other day because it was 324 <laughs> last week yeah. we were complaining i know so so montana dude knows that you're paying 405 it's cheaper here apparently and i'm still complaining about it. i'm like oh are you kidding me it, it jumped up 30 cents oh my goodness yeah mm. So I'm gonna, yeah, it's, it's yeah, nuts, dude. And it's gonna be going up. They were saying they were saying that it could possibly be up uh ten dollars around the country per gallon. Yes. So you know what you do? Go buy some uh gas tanks and gas what do you call those? Yeah, and then Gasoline and then walk gas cans. Gas cans. I would say go buy yourself some horses and an Amish cart. <laughs> yes. You know, those cats had it right, man. Yeah, they did. They knew. Or buy some coos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they, I wouldn't ride no coo. They're too little. Uh, no, they got big coos. Oh, you're, well, you're, we can get some coos and ride You're, you're thinking of the miniature coos. They got the, the big coos, man. Imagine that, man. Remember um, <laughs> in Blazing Saddles <laughs> when he rode in on that bull? Yeah, yeah. man, I'm going to be cruising around town on my coo. <laughs> Mongo just pawning game of life. Yeah, Mongo. <laughs> Mongo. That's what I want, man. Exactly. I just want to ride around on a coup. Who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's a step hey, better than a, a step better than a donkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're big, like yeah. you know, we we they're nice, but you don't have to tell anybody that. <laughs> no. Don't touch my. Don't coup. mess with my coup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, that's funny. All right. I'm done ranting. Um, that, that thing just that irritated me when I saw that thing earlier because that's just it's a, a it's a coupied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we'd do it. I know we're gonna have a coup named Coo. Yeah, we're gonna call it Cooey. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna name it Cooey Griffin. Cooey Griffin. <laughs> exactly, and I would call Cooey and be like, "Hey, call, like, hey, we just got a, a Scottish Highland coup, and we're calling it Cooey Griffin. Cooey yeah, Griffin." <laughs> Cooey's awesome, man. He's a neat guy. Oh, I love Cooey, man. Yeah. Cooey's awesome. All right. So we're going to go into a little Q&A. So if you guys, we're going to let you kind of run the show tonight. Um, if you guys have anything that you want to talk about, it doesn't matter what it is. We're just going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Keep an eye on the chat. So if you guys have anything that you want to say, you want to talk about, you want to ask um, any of us, ask Conley. Um please by all means throw some stuff there in the chat and we will bring you guys into the show we just wanted to do something a little different tonight and uh yeah then it's not related to kathy griffin and <laughs> i i think that uh that um he would because kathy griffin is really a cooper yeah yeah she's really cooper yeah she is is a kathy she's cooper a vanderbilt normal nor used to be yeah a vanderbilt used to be um go by another name that was a male name before they turned her into a 
a very ugly female. Jeff. Not you know, Jeff, they, not our Jeff, but it when it what was it? It was close to Jeff, wasn't it? What was the what was the it may have been it? Jeff? Did it start with a J? Yeah, it may have been it wasn't, Jeff. It wasn't it was either Jeff or I mean that was that's what I thought I remembered it being, but um and she does. She looks or he or whatever looks looks utterly horrible. I got a question. Moving into moving into Madonna um mm-hmm. cosmetology school. Oh yeah. And and Moonwolf, we can definitely name our cow Kubaka. No. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you guys. Virgo alignment. Okay, that's the the Virgo alignment. So the weird part, okay. So this has happened, something similar happened back in 2017, and we talked about this um on a on a prior show. But there's one big difference is that there's a comet by the name of Child. That is going to be in the womb of Virgo constellation. So basically in the womb of the Virgin is a comet named child. Mm-hmm. And the, the moon will be at the feet of um, the Virgin. So um, this really fits into, um, let me go ahead. I'll bring that up so I don't misquote, but Revelation 12. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I, I remember when I used to call it Revelations and somebody was like, there was only one revelation. It was Jesus's revelation. And now I always make sure not to say revelations. So the woman and the dragon. So um, a great sign appeared in the heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of for 1260 days. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Good answer. Okay. Conley, what is the airspeed velocity of swallow? (laughs) Uh, An African swallow or an English swallow? (laughs) Yeah, an African swallow or an English swallow. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. Both. And, And you're not my king. (laughs) okay all right do you have the jab clip from new york the jag clip from new york i don't know do i don't know what you're talking about there um do you have the jab clip from new york Mm. let me see that jab or jag i don't know if it says Jab clip. Oh, I do not have that okay. clip. The one from New York. Um, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, just let us know. Okay, here's another question. Have any of you seen any Democrats you know wake up lately? I have. I I've seen a lot wake up lately. Um, you know, especially where my sister lives because she's got some uh, a lot of liberal friends that live in that area, and they're starting to wake up quick. And and it's because of Biden that they're doing so. Okay. Yeah, All Biden's right. waking people up quicker than, than anybody can possibly wake people up. And like I said, God takes craziness and ends up using it for his own service. And I think that's probably one of the great examples. Okay, from Mimo, 
What's a closet lemur? I think Duncan said that earlier. <laughs> closet lemurs are a joke of mine. I uh, I say when the zombie pandemic breaks out and I start hearing a lot of zombie talk everywhere, then I'm going to start releasing lemurs from a closet, letting them run out my front door and uh, look out my window. And if they don't get eaten, then we're good to go. But if I see it get snatched up and eaten by a human, I'm not leaving my house that day. There you go. And Dew's answer was, I think it was the New York mayor. About the what I asked you earlier. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I it was it was it the mayor or was it the um or was it Hochul talking about the jab and you need to get oh, it? Oh, I think that was wasn't that. Oh Hochul? yeah, they yeah um Hochul came out today. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't have that clip, but yeah, she came out today announcing that the the yeah. the next um the next jab is out. Matter of fact, um. Was it the Empire State Building you said, right, Conley? Mm-hmm. That, that lit up yeah. in, in special colors to commemorate the new vaccine coming out, the one that's been tested on five rats and no humans. Um, you know, the same version that probably didn't work last time. Um, they're trying to encourage people that didn't get it to go get it and setting up quarantine camps, um, which really probably aren't quarantine camps as much as concentration camps or re-education camps for those that um, – or dissenters that refuse to get the jab, refuse to wear masks. So, okay. Oh, oh my! What was the color? I don't know. <laughs> it was blues and whites. Okay, is what the yeah, it was, was blue and cyan. Cyan. Oh, cyan. Cyan. Oh, look at that. That's fancy. You know, because when I see cyan, like literally in a crayon box, I'm like, man, that reminds me of a jab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it reminds me to get my shot. Okay. Anybody else have any questions for these guys? Yeah. In the meantime, we'll just keep on <coughs> ranting about yeah. stuff. stuff. You know, um, one thing that's interesting too that we found because uh, I played this video for you guys a little while back um, that had like twenty different movies that referred to the date of September twenty third, like over and over and over again, as days that. Um, and and most of them, most of the movies had uh, asteroids and comets or something falling from the sky, you know, within the movie that happened on the 23rd of September. And I find it kind of interesting, too, is that that scripture that I just read you um, says, that the you know, when the tail swings, it removes uh, a huge portion of the stars from the sky. You know, so um, interesting stuff. And then what else? The 23rd is uh, the fall equinox. So. Um, on Saturday, while you guys are here in Flemingsburg or joining us in there for the Flemingsburg um, Bards Fest, uh, we're going to be moving into fall. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you guys were here like two weeks from now, you would start to get to see the trees um, colors changing and all that other stuff. So, okay, I got one from Devo. Where where does the term Jonesing come from? I don't know where that term comes from. I know what it means though. <laughs> Devo. What does it mean? It it usually um, jonesing um, usually it has to do with drugs. Yeah, it has to do with drugs. <laughs> like, man, I'm jonesing for some marijuana. That's usually where I, where I've heard that term yep, from. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so the jonesing means if a person has an insatiable craving for someone or something, they are said to be jonesing for it. It is unclear exactly where the slang verb jones camp comes from. And what connection the craving may have in the common surname, but most likely origin is in drug scene. In the 1960s, especially in New York, heroin as well as heroin addicts, dealers, withdrawals, and drug addiction itself were 
all colloquial referred to as Jones or Mrs. Jones okay. or yeah. Mr. Jones. So Mr. Jones yeah, and Jones Alley in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Conley and you, Joseph. Okay. Conley first favorite five-year-old memory. Five-year-old memory. <laughs> can um, you remember this? You can. <laughs> being golly, man, it was, that was all before MTV. So, but everything was still in color. So I'm not as old as some of you. My favorite five-year-old memory, um, up in Arrowhead Springs when my parents were on staff at Campus Crusade, this was going to be like probably when I was four. Um, we, My parents were the, with Athletes in Action, so they were doing a lot of ministry with um, a lot of the colleges. So they would have USC, the USC football players, and the UCLA football players, and those guys came over to um, – the uh, leaders of the leadership team came over to their house. They had a big cookout and we played football in their backyard. They had a really big, big backyard, but I made them sing. I made them sing the national anthem before we would play. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. So I had all these US, USC, UCLA football players singing the national anthem. Oh, that's Yeah. I, I remember memory. doing that. That's, oh, that's really one. awesome. What about yeah. you? Um, me, I remember at five years old, um, I went to my first American Scottish Highland Games, and uh, my dad bought me um, a shirt that I used to really love, and he could not get me not to wear it, which was the uh, the rampant lion Royal Scottish um, American or the Scottish flag um, shirt. And uh, today, I would never ever wear that in a billion years. <laughs> but as a kid, I loved the colors. I loved the the, the lion, the rampant lion that was on it. And um, to remember hearing the the sounds of the pea broke or the bagpipes playing in the background and the tartans and you yeah. know, it just, it always excited me. And that was in um, the Highland uh, Mountains in North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, Conley, what? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hold on. I mean, oh. on a side note, I had that really cool memory, but I also remember being with Chuck Swindoll's son, Chucky, and we were eating gum off the sidewalk in front of the church. So, <laughs> you know. Dude, you know, it's funny that you say that. Because uh, when I was five, <laughs> I was playing a Buddy League. Mm -hmm. So Buddy League was like, you know, it was like right above T-ball. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like when you first, when the first time that you actually got to swing the bat of a ball off the tee. And my gum fell out of my mouth into the clay, you know, baseball gum, floor clay. And I picked it up and threw it right back into my mouth. And as a kid, you don't think twice about it. You're like, hey, cool. Now my gum's crunchy. And, uh, yeah. and my mom could not have been more embarrassed <laughs> because all the parents are like, oh, my goodness. You know, but hey, that was the day when we were drinking out of garden hoses and not putting uh, yeah. <laughs> antiseptic on our hands every time we did something which builds up yeah. our immune system so thank you um thank you baseball red clay crunchy gum crunchy gum <laughs> okay uh conley this is a i guess this is a question for what, what you need at um bard's fest cast iron skillets or crock pot or a crock box um cast iron skillets will be okay i think we have a way we can make those work on the okay. on the smoker okay and then um coolers and be coolers. helpful too Okay, that's a good one, Nathan. Okay, when was DC supposed to be destroyed? Earthquake and water. I'm not really sure when that was. I know that was prophesized um, for some time later this year, the beginning of next year. 
And the way things are going right now, I don't know when things will start moving forward because um, Entheus, uh, who's always seemed to be ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know who Entheus is, but I can never dispute the fact that they have been ahead of this game by like 10 years. Um, and they literally put out something three months ago that says what happens when we hit 33 T. Mm-hmm. So the 33 trillion. Okay. Um, and then there was another thing that I found uh, today that I came across and I actually went through and kind of verified and the guy was right. Every time that we've had a major financial collapse, um, it happened right after Libra. Oh, wow. So basically right after September. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah we're coming into that then yeah september and october and then as far yeah. as the you know earthquake thing like who knows at this point because is it going to be natural is it going to be man-made because we're watching i don't know if you guys have been catching all the flooding earthquakes and everything that are happening around this world right now but it's like unprecedented yeah like it's crazy. not climate it's not, change no. i can tell you that that's crazy okay you guys now you guys got to keep this one clean mm-hmm. because this is a good question what do you think about Lowen Barbart scandal? Bobart scandal. Okay. Oh, Lowen Bobart. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and give your opinion on that one, Conley. <laughs> and I've got mine too. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> just go say it, Conley. Just say, whoa. <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa. But you know what? I think, you know, I don't know. I think it's interesting. You know, she's coming. I mean, they haven't even gotten divorced yet, or she's coming right on the heels of a divorce from her husband. Yeah. And here she's, um, you know, dating a Democrat bar owner, mm-hmm. I think, is what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the timing is interesting. It's not to say that, you, you know, two people of different parties can't, um, you know, be friends or date or even get married. I mean, look at James Carville and Mary Matlin. Yeah. Um, Good you know, bless her heart. I'm surprised she's not a raging alcoholic having to live with Carville. But um, I think... You know, she was just dating new and they're all in that giddy mode. And so she was, you know, he was confident to feel and she was trying to see, you know, how tight his pants were. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. They just got, and the, and the, and the, and the, the, uh, the play that they were at was Beetlejuice and it was dark, you know, it was dark, dark, dark. Who would, you know, it's all, that's all happened. They're human, but I think, um, that's what I think. And I, I don't, now it's made to be tacky, but I like her response that we talked about the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Her response basically was like, yeah, I thought about it and I'm ready to resign the moment that all of you Democrats resigned that went to the LGBTQ yeah. um, child, you know, library functions and all this other stuff. Like that was really well point. said. Absolutely. I'd be more interested in, in I, I, she needs to resign as soon as Swalwell resigns for banging the fang. See, that's exactly, that's the whole thing. It's nothing but hypocrisy. And in my view on this, um, you said it, um, other than it being, you know, her still being married mm-hmm. and in the middle of a divorce, that's my only issue mm-hmm. that I had with that. Because you've seen how deviant the Democrats can be going out to these LGBTQ things, wearing basically nothing or nothing, riding bikes naked, you know, um, just flaunting their stuff around in front of little kids. Like, you know, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, the little groping in a theater, um, that's nothing that almost uh, every 15 yeah. year old kid hasn't done at some point before they could drive. And mom and dad dropped them off at the movie theater for their very first date. 
and they had no other place to go, so their only choice was to make out and feel a little boob in the movie theater. Um, you know, that's the way that I look at that. I don't think it's anything astonishing. I don't think it's deviantly deviant sexual behavior. Yeah. Um, my only issue is that she's still married. Um, but I also heard that this could have very well have been a setup, you know, like they got her a little tipsy and drunk and started, you know, bonding her a little bit and she went into it. Um, but none of that really matters. Like I said, as far as what happened, if she wasn't still married, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. And it doesn't change yeah. my opinion about her whatsoever. Yep. Okay. So both of you, do you believe a lot of Christians are spiritually fatigued right now and are and are forgetting to get refreshed in the Holy Spirit? I do. And I think that's a valuable, I think that's a very good, good question. And I think you're hundred percent right. Um, that's the thing is that we do. We need to, to keep that flame lit, you know, and, and there are a lot of people that are just getting so tired. And then you got to think about it too, is that the devil's coming after everyone harder and harder every day. I've, I've seen like 15 examples just in the last couple of days in our lives yes. of the devil trying to intervene Oof. and start messing with stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you're already spiritually fatigued. You're, you know, um, you're trying to keep your mom calm. You know, she wants to know what's going on in the world, but she gets spiritually fatigued watching what's happening on the news. Um, and then on top of that, the devil intervenes in your whole life. And that's the thing is that, um, you have to constantly keep that armor mended. Yeah. Like nonstop repenting, praying to God, asking him to fill you with that heavenly energy again. Um, you know, the heavenly ginseng basically, mm -hmm. yeah. um, Cause it's not easy and you're right. It's, it's an ongoing process. Like you, you can't just knowing God's not enough at this point. You literally have to keep that flame lit and keep focused on your mission. Um, cause the moment that you lay down your guard, everything just goes complete chaos. Conley, what, what do you think about that? I think, I think, I think a lot of people are spiritually fatigued and I think that there are a lot of people who don't even know the level of what is going on that they are not even spiritually mature or spiritually aware of like true spiritual battle. Oh. Their lives are still going okay. And, uh, but for the rest of us, yeah, I think we are spiritually fatigued oh, and, wow. it, and it, but you know, like you said, you got to put the armor on, but you have to really stay in to the level of, of nearly as much as you breathe. Every, every time you breathe, almost mm -hmm. you have, you've got to be doing it that consistently with your relationship with God and whether you're talking to him, whether you're, you know, rebuking the devil, whatever, because Satan's always just working and operating 24 seven. And it's one thing to put on the armor of God in the morning and, you know, maybe take it off or not take it off at night, but it is, it's that level. It's that level of intensity. And it's, it's very similar to, um, uh, uh, you know, what the, what the soldiers experienced during world war one in the trenches. Mm -hmm. And it's just bombardment after bombardment, after bombardment, after bombardment. And you can, you can get battle fatigue for sure. That's why, um, there is the end of the verse that, that talks about the constant renewing of your mind. And it's, it can be on a daily basis, but as the, as the, as the bombings continue, as the cannon keeps firing at you and it's not stopping, then it can't be just on a daily basis. It's going to be nearly hourly, 
hourly because yes. that's the level that's the level that we're dealing with that it, it, and when we can can begin to impart that reality on other people they're going to be better off you will too and you have time to come back refit a little bit and then get back into it now you know, that's actually really well said this this isn't a daily battle anymore it's an hourly, hourly battle, battle. You know, because you're, you know, you, you may be having the best day in the world and all of a sudden like mm -hmm. things Ooh. get thrown into your life and you're just doing boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 Downhill you know, and spiral. yeah, exactly. This, it's like a heavenly coffee at this point. And, uh, Allison Lucas. Yeah. I need to come back to God before I go to sleep. You know, that's the thing is that, um, a lot of people are, are going to sleep. They're, they're lulling themselves and, and, and it, it's, it's a constant work right now mm -hmm. and constant prayer to, to stay in line what you're doing like i said we've got to keep our armor mended but we've got to keep ourselves like in the game and that that's the thing is uh where they say idle hands are the devil's tool that the moment you sit on those hands is the moment you are being attacked and and that's when it's easier manipulated i i watched a couple of clips today again from uh what was that movie that we watched um sisu no sisu? no not sisu oh, that was awesome movie by the way <laughs> um was. the one with the demons that they oh. had the four scenes um oh uh, God, I, don't remember I can't even remember the name of it yeah. but yeah the one where um the guy was uh had oh. um knock on the knock on no no the, no, no, the one with on. with legion with legion oh yeah they had the all the demons inside of him and stuff like that oh, and yeah nefarious thank you there we go, yeah so nefarious i watched some clips again from that today and you know someone made a valuable point they're like man they've really done a good job at downplaying what demonic um possession is like and that movie hit the nail on the head about how it's not all at once like they work and work and work and work into different stages until they own you and that was the way that they looked at it you know what he kept saying we referring to all the demons that are inside so um and we're having to deal with that too we're watching demonic possession around this world and most people are like ah they're just crazy they just have a mental illness they're just drug addicts and it's like no it's it's way worse than that you know, um, it's way worse than just simple indoctrination. Mm -hmm. Hey, Chris in Michigan, howdy neighbor. So I guess you were here and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. That means gray rooms with him. Yes. Hey, Conley, do you need, would you like to have some venom, venison steaks? From, those will work too. Those will work too. So there you go. Yeah. High Vistas. I got that one for you. We'll work. We'll, we'll incorporate those. Exactly. And what are your what are both of your favorite sports hockey hockey <laughs> baseball and baseball and hockey baseball and hockey uh let's see what else did I yeah see? hockey hockey first and hockey oh, and you know, and if and if and i've been surfing. drinking a lot you know um badminton Keep it clean. <laughs> and highlight yeah okay yeah i <laughs> i uh like my favorite sport to play is surfing my favorite sport to watch is hockey. Yeah. yeah. I love hockey. So why rookie ask him, is your wedding going to be live stream or private? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently it's going to be really private. Yes. Um, we're not going to be apparently not getting married here. We've been asked not to. Um, so we are going to go by the lock um, and or the campsites. And we're going to have just like a little celebration of our coming together. And then I guess we're going to be getting married next week. But yeah, we were asked not to get married here. I'm not going to get into the details, but um, yeah. So we're going to basically 
profess our love to each other, express our vows to one another, have a little private thing amongst, you know, all of us. And then, you know, that, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll do that and have a little celebration. So that's, that's good news, but it will not be live streamed. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Went into a whole different mode there. Uh, let's see. Um, there was another, oh, cornhole. Yeah. Well, you can bring your cornhole bolt, uh, stuff if you want to play cornhole yeah i didn't realize how, yeah. i didn't realize how long that game had been around it's been around a long time Cornhole's and i'm been actually pretty good at time. that so i hope you're i ready. hadn't either but apparently uh -huh. it's it's like got a whole thing like pickleball it's fun i really i really enjoy it and I, those beanbags they can fly pretty hard fast <laughs> next the next one that we have supposedly we're gonna have like axe throwing Yes. Maybe. Yes. You talked oh, about that. You should see the ox that I got from Jay Wu. He's not in the chat, but he gave me a bad. That's a pretty one. Axe. Yeah. He, uh, he showed me what he gave you. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I was um, so excited about that. Well, <laughs> you guys can't play axe hole. No. Okay. You got to sign a waiver. You got to sign a waiver if you're going to play axe hole. Oh, hey, Bob. Oh, yes, man. What about wood there? There is wood there. They're, they're yes. supposed to be bringing wood in. So um, we should be good there. Yeah, mm -hmm. Chris of Michigan lacrosse is awesome too. I do like watching lacrosse. And Suski, yeah, it'll be a more than an engagement party because we're gonna, you know, good kind of do our own little vows. Like I said, it won't be an official marriage. Um, but we will you know, have our own little kind of preliminary Oh, and we're gonna fire we're gonna fire fire hop <laughs> fire what is yeah that? exactly we're gonna we're gonna camp fire hop we're gonna camp fire hop so everybody should be used to that yeah if you guys have a fire going in your campground we'll be coming by to say hi and yeah wait asked what can you guys use for your homestead a coup <laughs> <laughs> and not a c-o-u-p we got plenty of those already <laughs> and a rooster they need a rooster oh, no, bad. No, 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 no. Don't say that. They need two. Because <laughs> Steve has not left home yet. No, Steve's, no, Steve's a bringing a cooler. Steve's bringing a cooler oh. and a rooster. <laughs> no. <laughs> where, do, where do we see the cornhole being played? Well, we were both just shocked that it's been around that long. It was like some old documentary where they were playing cornhole but this is i'm talking like the 1800s yeah this was a long time well, some weird movie we watch we watch weird movies so who knows it was one of them but yeah they were playing cornhole i know devo thought devo is in my brain right now i was like no we're gonna get those little metal lawn darts you know the ones you throw in the air and then hope and pray that you get out of the way before it comes back yes out. yes see those are good times man those are good times except we're in kentucky so we fire guns into the air and and wait for the bullets to come back it's the bullet that sounds like north down downtown dallas shitty. yeah there'll be some bows out there bows. um and matter of fact uh, uh yeah um uh, Jay Wu met with uh, Willie today and had his sidearm and uh, he was like, so where's there a range where we can go shoot? And Willie got all excited. Willie's the one that owns the, uh, the fairgrounds that we're going to be at. And yeah. uh, he was like, oh, oh, like a little kid's face all lit up. He's like, no, we can go over here to shoot rifles and yeah. you can shoot at that hill with a pistol. Like and he was dead serious. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna look it's into gonna that. Be great. That'll be so much fun. Yes, we uh, we, we live in Kentucky, where yeah, they're like most people be like, man, you can't bring your guns in here, and he's like, no, you can shoot them over here. Well, look there's at no there's no word yet if Punky has that as an event for the kids. 
what shooting bullets into the air and, and having them yeah, scatter. Shoot them, <laughs> shoot them. You know, you got uh, Brad Cummins up there on stage and Punky's got the kids over there at the hill shooting at targets. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you borrow your daddy's gun. We get antsy to hear gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matt just shot that bow today with Philip. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have plenty of bows out there. Allison Lucas says there's a game that used to be played in the 1800s where kids would throw knives into the ground. Not the safest, and I agree with that. But even in the 70s, when I was a kid, we, my parents would leave us at a playground, and we would literally be swinging the uh, swinging around in circles, hanging off the bars of the, the wagon wheels and stuff like that, like, we, we weren't very careful back. You know, our slides were made of steel, so you'd burn everything on the way down. You'd burn everything on the way down. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember uh, one time my mom said, I'm going to go play tennis or get my tennis lessons. And, she, you know, the kids at that point just weren't around. You didn't have to worry about them being snagged. Um, and I stuck my hand in a beehive. And I learned that day that I am either not allergic to bees or – as of that point, I was no longer allergic to bees because I got stung 32 times. Dude. Yeah, I will never forget that. That's that, that one of those moments that you don't forget, man. They packed mud all over me. It was in Chicago. At least they didn't pee on you. They, they may have, man. That's for that's just, for jellyfish. I and, yeah, and now I've got antibodies, exactly. But I'm just thankful that was before murder hornets because that, that just wouldn't have been good. <laughs> then they would have peed on you yeah and they're just amazing there was a kid you're like hmm that looks like something i want to stick my hand into um <laughs> biggest mistake you ever made and you don't make it twice mm -mm. nope oh sorry i'm i'm just saying hi there no i am i supposed to be reading oh yeah oh. yeah chris <laughs> in michigan um, the only time that I've ever had to pee on anything was uh, man of war and jellyfish, and it does work because the, the ammonia. Oh actually... yeah, the jellyfish mm -hmm. peeing when you get stung by jellyfish is a a go to in honey. You know, and it's funny. <laughs> it's one of those things where we usually turn our noses up to, like, oh man, that's gross. But when you're in like agonizing pain, it's amazing what you'll do that that is no longer disgusting. You're like, man, I'm about to pee on myself, and it's about to feel awesome. Because I got stung by a Portuguese man of war on my leg. Thank goodness the doctor was like, man, you were lucky. If it had hit you above the waist, we would not be talking right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it uh, it it pulled my whole calf up behind my leg. It was like like 20 Charlie horses going on at one time. It was the worst pain I have ever been in in my entire life. No, nothing comes close to it. It left a big, giant, like, softball welt that was purple on my leg with a whole bunch of little white poison dots in it. Um, mm. and I had to, and there was nothing that they could do. There was no tranquilizer, no volume, no nothing, no pain reliever they could give me. I had to literally wait for my, um, muscle to, um, soften up over like three day period, but I couldn't wow. walk. Like it, it literally pulled my, um, it, all my calf was behind my knee. That's how tight it got. And then my leg, um, I couldn't straighten my leg out. It was like completely bent because the, uh. The muscle was contracted so hard. It's a lot was, of pain. Yeah, this was in Florida. I was surfing, and and it snagged me because normally in Florida, um, when you walk onto the beaches, um, the jellyfish there's because jellyfish and man of war usually go in like flocks or whatever you call them. I don't know what they're called. 
Um, but they come in large groups and they, they kind of float down. And when the tide gets low, you'll see a whole bunch of them on shore. And the difference between the man of wars that we see in Florida, um, I'm sure that uh, Steve Cusick and some of the other ones that live there will be able to tell you the same thing. They're clear like jellyfish, but they've got like fluorescent blue and fluorescent um, purple inside of them. So you can tell specifically they're man of wars. And the tentacles hang like 15 yards behind them. So imagine like a whole bunch of them. Well, we didn't see them um, because basically this one was just ahead of the gang. The other ones hadn't arrived yet. Um, so I just got hit by one that was ahead of them. And like I said, I'm just glad that it tagged me in the leg. Cause I've even stepped on a, um, a stingray before. And you know, that felt like electricity shooting up your leg, but it was nothing compared to that man of war. I, uh, the man of war is the worst. It was awful. Okay, I put, Man, a question, I put a question in there for everybody. How many of you are staying at the camping grounds, Mandolin Farms? I know you are, Kitty Karen. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand, girl. <laughs> hey, groups of jellyfish are called a swarm or a bloom. Oh, okay. Thank you. A bloom yeah. or a swarm. A bloom of jellyfish. So it's not a gaggle? That's a geese. <laughs> 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 that's a gift. No, we have a hotel yeah. room. It's not a gaggle. What's a and you know what you know what monkeys are called? <laughs> They're um a group, a, of, a group of monkeys. Oh, a group of monkeys? Uh-huh. Okay. A group they're, of monkeys. you know what they're called? A troop. Congress. Oh, a Congress. Okay. Yeah. A Congress. <laughs> very fitting. Mm -hmm. Very, very fitting. Yeah, and then the crows come in murders. Yep. And then there's Murder's Row, which is the Yankees. What was it, 19, what was it, 1950? Hang on. Now you got me looking that up. Yeah, 1927. Oh, yeah. Murder's Row. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, now I know, now if I ever get to surf again, which I doubt I will, because Kentucky's just a little far away from the ocean. Um, just a bit yeah and there's no point in buying a surfboard um when you're that far away from the ocean you could use it for snow and down you can use it for like sledding down the hills and stuff when it snows yeah that, that's just true. take the little bottom part off of it well we're gonna, you could do that we were gonna get a toboggan um you know i've got to um let matt and have show me actually i'm just gonna go to matt and Hev's house man they think they've got a hill in their front yard <laughs> so we'll we'll go to uh we'll go tubing um, on our very expensive toboggan called a garbage bag. There you, oh, there that now that would be fun. Hey, it works. Yeah. Or a garbage can lid, or yeah, I'll find I'll find one. We'll we'll find a toboggan around here. Or a coup. Oh. Or a coup. Mm -hmm. Or a coup. That, that wouldn't be, be bad. That would be fun. Yeah, a saucer. Get a tanker. Look at the Devo talking about his fancy Minnesota words for. For uh, things to slide down hills. <laughs> cardboard. Very <laughs> Cardboard. We had plenty of cardboard, but we were going to use it to break dance at Bard's Fest. Cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that somebody, would be a hard ride. Somebody go, somebody go buy something and get a cardboard so Duncan can do that. Yeah. That's I want to see him break dance. We used an upside down car hood before. Oh, there you go. Pike, pick up at least 10 people or take out at least 10 people. Okay, Marysville. Thanks, Crafty Nut. Yeah, I've never heard of the word tanker before. No? I've heard uh, surfboards called potato chips. 
Those are the little surfboards. Those are the boogie boards? No, the the um you got long boards and you have like mm-hmm. the 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 boards that you you actually see most competitions done with. And uh, right. those we call potato chips. Oh, favorite potato chip. Oh, what's our favorite potato chip flavor? Mine Ooh. is just... Anything with guacamole on it. <laughs> Not a flavor. I don't think I've never met a potato chip that I didn't I, I know, right? That's a hard one, Heismith says. I, I prefer British chips, what? which we call French fries. Yeah. Oh, and uh, guacamole on those two and i love sour cream and onion let me ask my dog hey what's your favorite potato chip he says anything made of potatoes <laughs> <laughs> he loves potatoes oh chips. yeah and kettle style those are awesome yeah. too um yeah, well, well it's eleven fifty nine, so yes, time really gotta go. got away so we, gotta go, Joe. <laughs> we are going to get into a little prayer before we leave and uh, all of you that are joining us for the first time tonight um thank you so much for joining us and i hope you come back like i said we are we are fans of everyone around this world, but we do a lot of news on, on America and Canada in particular. And then obviously I always talk about Scotland, Britain, and Wales as well, because that's close to my heart as well. So, um, Oh my God, that's funny. Did you see what Wade just put? No. Everin loves potato chips. <laughs> yes, Everin does. Everin likes to, so does his children. They, they all love to talk about potato chips. They should be sponsored by potato they chips. They should, really. That's funny. Yeah, my dog hears a potato chip bag opening and he's like, he doesn't beg, beg, but he certainly looks. Actually, now he he likes to beg for Moonwolf. Yeah, Moonwolf. But the rest of us, he just like sits there and just occasionally thing. looks at us with those little eyes, like I'm here. Don't forget about me. Pickles and feed me. Oh, feed me. Feed me. Exactly. Look at him sitting there. He doesn't like listening to our shows, so he lays on the floor <laughs> with his uh, paw oh, over his man. ears. <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> He totally you don't believe us, go look at our Celtic Christian. Yeah, exactly. We, we have a picture of him doing so. <laughs> but everybody would please bow your heads. We will get into a little prayer. We can get Conley onto bed so we can get up and hit the road first thing in the morning. Yeah, so everybody, like, come everybody. On. Exactly. Please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another day. Thank you for bringing us all together and, and just letting us have a very light show tonight, dear Lord. Sometimes, you know, we don't need to get into the nitty gritty of what's happening in the world. Um, although our favorite topic is scripture, and we're going to get back to that here. But, Father, we have been blessed with a beautiful revival that we're going to be holding right here in Plemingsburg, Kentucky at Bards Fest um, starting on Thursday. We'll be meeting up um, with all of our family and friends from around the country and around the world. We've got people from around the world here, Father, and you know that. You sent them here. But, dear Lord, let us make the most of it. Let us come together, be able to hug, be able to have our little prayer circles and and build a little prayer hub right here in the center of this country, dear Lord, so that we can have these spread out all around the world as we're going to need prayer more and more, dear Lord. But you brought us together as this beautiful family. We are unifying with one another, not dividing. We're talking about scripture. We're focusing on the verses. We're spreading that gospel from nation to nation, just like you asked us to. And dear Lord, we're lifting each other up when we fall. We're, we're being here for one another when we have those rough days. And, and you knew that these times are going to be rough. And you knew that there's a point we're going to be persecuted just like the apostles, just like the disciples. But dear Lord, you brought us together so that we can lift each other's spirits in those difficult times. Everything that we do, we do for you, Father. And we just ask that you continue working on our lives. You continue speaking to us. But more importantly, 
let us listen a little bit better, dear Lord, because sometimes what we see gets a little confusing. We tend to act on our own will and off the, our flesh, and we need to focus on that kingdom. So, dear Lord, let us never take our eyes off the kingdom. Let us always have one foot in the kingdom while the other one's here on this earth. Because as long as we're here on this, this very terrible vacation, we have a lot of work to do. Father, we have failed you over our lifetimes and many generations, and we need to make up for it. So, dear Lord, I ask and I pray that if this battle, the spiritual war happens, let it be on our watch, dear Lord, not on our children's. They don't deserve this. They don't need to grow up into this, dear Lord. But we need to focus more on these children while they're being indoctrinated. And make sure that they know you from the moment they're born so that they can have you with them through our whole lives, dear Lord. We're at a time now where many of us were fortunate enough to find you later in our lives. But we're running out of that time, dear Lord. Our little ones don't have that um, that option of finding you later in their lives. They need to find you right now. So, dear Lord, let us not be judgmental, but let us not be afraid to do the kind judging. We're not meant to have judgment upon people and to make people feel bad, but we are meant to tell them what they're doing wrong in your eyes, dear Lord, so they have that chance at redemption and that chance of a relationship that we have found with you. Father, we had a show last week, as you know, on praying for our enemies. And dear Lord, I ask that you work in our lives every day so that we can pray for our enemies easier and easier and let it feel it from our heart, not just from our lips, dear Lord. It's talk is cheap and we need to be we need to bear good fruits and and let that be an inspiration to others so dear lord let us continue to work on ourselves and build our faith and our strength and our relationship with you every single day but also let us help other people let us not be embarrassed to call ourselves followers of christ but to help other people join that mission let us be gentle with everyone that's turned their backs on us everyone that's called us names those that may have spit on us those that have just done evil things to us let us not hold the grudge Let us be there the moment that they're ready to wake up, dear Lord, as you awaken people up more and more every day, dear Lord, so that we can be there with our arms open to hug them. Dear Lord, I ask for a special prayer for our brother, um, Jeff Brain, who many of us met at the first Bards Fest that took place in Missouri, Um, used to own Clout Hub, and he got sick and had a couple of strokes, and Father, right now, he is in intensive care, and they are keeping him alive, from what I understand so that he may share his organs with other people that need those. Dear Lord, let those those organs go to the right places. Let the family be able to deal with the great loss of a great man who was a true patriot, a Christian, and a man who truly cared about the freedoms that we have right here in this very country. And he made his mission in life to make sure that we had a place to go through that was unbiased, not from political party or anything else. It gave us a place to say what we needed to. Father, please bless him. Please pull him into heaven and accept him into your arms, dear Lord, and be with his family so they can get through this difficult time. But dear Lord, let the last thing that he does on this earth be to help other people, as I know he would have been if his eyes were wide open. But dear Lord, thank you for blessing us with another day. And if you see it so fit to give us another day tomorrow, don't let us waste a moment. Let us make every second count in your heavenly name so that we can serve you. Let us hone our skills that you've given us in our home lives. Even before you knew, we knew who you were, you knew who we were. And you were working in our lives, dear Lord. And we were working in your life. And we didn't even realize we were working for you. But today, it all makes sense. So, dear Lord, don't let what we've learned and what we know and the wisdom that we've gathered be in vain. Let us use it in the great ways to help this spiritual war, dear Lord. Let us mend our armor more and more every day. And Heavenly Father, let us never forget to... to nourish our spiritual souls and that connection with you every day, every hour. We talked about earlier 
we're in some difficult times and we can't let two days go by without prayer and thanking for what you've done and asking for your strength and your help, dear Lord. Let us do it hour by hour, minute by minute. If that's what it takes, dear Lord, so that we can be ready to walk into this battlefield. And dear Lord, if we walk into the battlefield and it's a hot war and it's ugly and there's bullet flying by our head, let us fear not, just like you have asked us before, dear Lord. We have faith, we have trust in you, and we know that whatever outcome happens on this battlefield is your outcome and in your will, dear Lord. So let us be willing to give our lives for you no different than the day that you gave your life for us. So we wouldn't even have a chance to enter heaven. We wouldn't have a relationship with God, and we certainly wouldn't be right here praying in your heavenly name. But dear Lord, we love you with all of our hearts, and we thank you for having patience, love, and care for us our whole lives. Dear Lord, let us do the same for everyone on this earth. Let us never forget that even the most evil people on this earth are still your children. And they may be possessed. They may have been misled. They may be indoctrinated. And our job, dear Lord, isn't to hate on them, isn't to judge them, isn't to walk away from them. It's to embrace them with true love so that they can see what's under that veil, just like you have shown to us every single day. Dear Lord, thank you for shining a light on all the deception and the darkness in this world and letting people's eyes open, just like you blinded Paul so that Paul could open those eyes and see again. Dear Lord, you have given us that same opportunity, and I thank you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, family. Um, this will be our last show this week. We will be uh, getting things set up over at the Amandolin Farms in uh, Fredericks or in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. I'm going to write. That's where I live here. Flemingsburg, Kentucky, Amandolin Farms. We'll be getting everything set up over the next couple of days and ready to go on Thursday. So those of you that have not left yet, have a safe Good journey. Yeah, those of you that house. are at the campgrounds, have a blessed time and enjoy yourselves. And those of you that are on the road right now, be safe. Have a safe journey. We are praying for you and we love you with all of our hearts. And we thank you just for everything that you've done. And we cannot wait to see you, give you all big hugs and have our little prayer circles all over the place. And then um, when the time's appropriate, you can join us for um, our little wedding celebration, um, the pre-wedding celebration that we're going to have just to, like I said, in the middle of chaos, in the middle of all the weirdness and the turmoil that's going on, you can still find love. And we've been together for five years yeah. now and are finally getting married right in the middle of some very weird times. But in my opinion, couldn't have been times time better. better. And I thank God for that. Absolutely. So Conley, brother, I love you very, very much. And I thank you for uh, joining us tonight. I know you're tired. I know you're going to be getting to bed and you'll be on the road tomorrow. So brother, sure. if you need anything from the road, please give me a call. You know, I will be here for you and uh, we're you, praying for your safe journey. And, uh, Thank you. Can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you too. Can't wait to and, see both of you. And uh, you can pray for my 11-minute journey from our house to <laughs> the venue. And uh, we're sorry. Ready so you don't get hit by a horse and buggy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And then you'll hopefully you'll get to meet um, Matt Hev, um, his ATV and his puppy, who is awesome. Love oh, that puppy. Yeah. 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 I get yeah. to see Nathan. Get to see everybody. Get yeah. to see everybody. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be a fun, it'll be fun. It's going to be great. Exactly. So living, I love you. Conley, I love love you. you. Everyone out here in the chat, I love you very, very much with all my heart. I am so grateful for all that you bring. Um, Had a great time tonight. It was was a very light show. We'll get back into uh, some scripture, obviously, throughout the week. It's a revival. And then once we get back, I uh, think our next show maybe Sunday evening. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll we'll determine how how worn out we are from from the weekend. Um, <laughs> at the very least, like I said, is uh, we may do. Or we'll be back on Monday at the very latest. Um, it may be without Conley because Conley may be on the road, or Conley may be right here in our house. Talking maybe, to a I may be right there. 
Hey, Maybe. we got a mic here. You Maybe can on use. the road. You got a mic I could use? You got a mic no, right here. Yeah. That's your mic. Can't can't oh, take it no, away. No, can't, no. You can use. You guys can't, can bust the, can't bust the juju. We can we can pass the mic like the Beastie Boys. I can move over here. <laughs> Three and two <laughs> and the... one. Audi 2000, G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody bring the cardboard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, We're going to be doing some break dancing in Flemingsburg. Hey, you can surf in the pond. You can go down that slope, that one behind it, and just go right. Oh, yeah, that's pond. true. There's a big hill, so we can wet that hill. There we go. <laughs> but, guys, I love you very, very much. We will see you over the next couple of days. Um, like I said, we will not be doing a show, but you will be able to find um, Bards FM, Rumble. Bards FM, Podbean, Bards FM, YouTube, I do believe. Um, and then uh, that may be it. We'll let you know. We'll put them up on, on our Kilted Christian and on Bards FM. Um, we'll be streaming to multiple places as well so that you guys can enjoy it with this. That includes talks. That includes um, all the visuals. Um, and that also includes bands at nighttime. So you guys will be part of the show as well. So hope to see you all there. Hope to see you all online if you're not there. I love you all very, very much, and I leave you with this. Friends and family, don't ever forget that when the devil and our enemies find us on our knees, assuming that we've been defeated, that we're actually in prayer, which is the greatest sword in our armory, and the real war is just about to begin. I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of The Kilted Christian, which is the second show in the Bards block of Bards Nation Network. Don't forget to go watch Fishers of Men tonight and every night at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And just like in old radio fashion, we sign out with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the twilight's Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's regular. That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave? Everyone have an absolutely beautiful evening. Make sure you head on over to Bards FM. Fishers of Men and tonight with a little bit of love, a little bit of prayer, and a whole lot of beauty. We're going to need each other more and more as we get to these chaotic times. And thank goodness for revivals and God putting us in one place to serve Him as much as we possibly can. Guys, have no worries. Fear not, because we know how this book ends. 
God wins. So once again, let go of the fear, let go of the anxiety, let go of the stress, stay focused, renourish your soul and your relationship with God every single day is we're going to need to be tip top as far as our spiritual energy goes. We've got a big battle ahead of us. Guys, I love you all very, very much. We will see you next Monday or we will see you throughout the week starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Bards Fest, Flemingsburg, Kentucky. And for those of you that will not be able to make it, I will be staring at the screen talking to you guys via um, Podbean. So I love you all very, very much. Have a beautiful evening and God bless.